Ascot, Maidenhead, Bracknell, Wokingham, Henley, Reading. The voice River Radio of the Thames Valley. Here on River Radio, how are you? I'm Deborah Fielding, and this is Your Life, Your Way. So, did you have a great week since we last got together? I really hope so. So, whether you're listening on uh, DAB, on podcasts, on your favourite platform, it's really good to have you here. Now, let me know about your week right now by sending me a message and tell me in one word how you're doing this week. That's Deborah at river.radio. I'm lucky enough to be here with you, sorting life out, chatting with you about this and that, putting the world in some kind of order. And for sure, we've had our work cut out recently, but we are standing up to the contrast, the diversity, the fun and the shenanigans of our lives. And thanks to McFly, who head up your show with All About You every single week. You are the storytellers on Your Life, Your Way. This is what your show is all about. Your stories, true stories, understanding one another's stories and learning that we are all more alike than you can ever imagine. As you know, we start the show with the glory of the story, a great guest slot where you can hear a story about your guests that will be both true and owned by them, which means it isn't anybody else's story but theirs. This week's guest has a story showing you that you can go the distance and you can recover from difficult times and recreate your life as many times as you have to. It's up to you, you know. It's your choice. Straight after Glory of the Story, we've got What's in a Word, where we're getting under the hood of life one word at a time. Hey, and we've had a handful of quick replies to let me know in one word how you feel. Tracy is feeling melted. <laughs> you and us all, Tracy. Uh, Tim, oh, feeling overworked. Sorry about that, Tim. And Mitch, Mitch is feeling engaged. Congratulations, lovely to hear. Thanks everyone. All the emotions today and all the places too. So we're not just down the Thames Valley, but we're all across several continents too. Good to have you with me. Now, Did you listen in last week? We had the star that is Sarah Winkless, MBE, who was talking to us about her life as an Olympic and World Commonwealth athlete. And dealing with Huntington's and breast cancer at the same time, she had more curveballs than one person ever needs. Um, If you didn't listen, you can hear it again on the podcast. Search River Radio, Your Life, Your Way, Deborah Fielding, on your usual podcast platform to listen to this deeply felt chat that we had. So on to today, my lovely next guest has also had a ton of life to deal with. I think we can all understand that every one of us at some point has had a whole life to handle. 
You're never the only person dealing with stuff, even though sometimes it might feel like it. My guest today on Your Life, Your Way is also a breast cancer survivor. There's a lot of us out there. And more importantly, she's a thriver who resolutely wants to focus on moving on from adversity, whatever that may be, and recreating her life. So please welcome the one and only Fiona Johnson. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah. How are you? I'm really good. Nice and cool. A bit cooler today, which is, is lovely. It is. We're such islanders, aren't we? Always talking about the weather. Well, I just think we don't do weather in this country, do we? It doesn't matter what it is. So Fiona, I'm looking forward to hearing about this attitude that has propelled you swiftly in the opposite direction to breast cancer. Uh, but before we touch on that, tell us just a little bit about you and where you're from. Um, well, I am currently from Basingstoke, and I use the word currently. I've actually lived there quite a long time now, but I still count myself as a born and bred Londoner. Um, and then I moved out about 20 years ago. Um, so I am definitely, I still count myself as a, you know, I'm Thames Valley. I, um, I've embraced country life. I absolutely adore it. And I do occasionally need to go back up to London and pound some pavements. But um, so what am I doing? I And I have my own business, uh, which is a public relations business. I'm also on the radio. I have the business show, which is on today, one o'clock. Yes, just you a are. Quick River plug. Radio's own. I'll give you a chance to do that later. Don't panic. <laughs> um, and what else? Um, I'm, I've got, um, I'm married. I've got three children. I've got two dogs. Um, and I've also got two alpacas oh have you now i have indeed so and what do you go. do with us um laugh <laughs> <laughs> they are they're just you they just put a smile on your face they are the most gorgeous and gormless but very intelligent creatures oh i love that wonderful now let's delve into your story and if we can pick up from you coming to the end of your treatment um and i must say that is not wanting to ignore your shock at being diagnosed it isn't wanting to ignore how wretched the treatment was and it isn't to trivialise anyone that receives any kind of diagnosis because at that point you have no idea what your outcome will be. But as you came through towards the end of your treatment, how were you feeling at that point? Well, that's a very good question and I've got to put myself back in back in my head, I suppose, definitely relieved um, that it was you know, I could put it behind me as much as one could, because obviously there's still lots of unanswered questions. Um, but my um, the, my process, my journey, if you like, my cancer journey, um, was was quite drawn out. Um, I was fortunate enough to have it um, picked up on a mammogram, a routine mammogram, and that is something I'm really, really passionate yeah. about and cannot go on enough about. Um, and so can I say I was fortunate and I really do believe in fact I was fortunate that I was picked up early so I had a different journey to a lot of people um but one of the issues that was unique to me if you like because we're all individuals is the fact that um we couldn't get rid of it by the usual methods and so um and I was in denial and I was trying lots of various options to try and get rid of myself of the cancer and um and ended up uh, the very sort of last stage if you like was I had a mastectomy um and reconstruction and so when you say well, at the end of my journey if you like that was the end um which is quite a big ending <laughs> yes 
So in actual fact, the that's relief. an ending, but yeah. an enormous beginning. Yes. One exactly. for your new life and one learning to adapt to a new body you've been given. Oh, that, yes. And I think that's why. So when you asked me, how did I feel? Like, yes, relief at the end. But you're right. It wasn't the end. It was also the beginning. That's that is a cliche, but it is couldn't be more true. Yeah. Um, and in some ways it has to be right. Otherwise, you end up living in that cancer world yes. for the rest of yes. your days. And, and the cancer is almost claimed you in a different way I was determined not to be defined by it Um, and to the extent I probably didn't talk about it much um, I definitely went into myself sort of turned into a bit of a hermit um, was jolly antisocial and again everyone deals with it differently but I so wanted to just be me um, and as I said not be defined by it and then you come out the other side and it's a long process but you do come out the other side but but you're right actually you you are living in a different body and that's a, 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 yeah a very very strange experience yeah so you've had to um recreate your life several times uh, uh, I know from talking to you and that's one of them when you come out of that it doesn't matter whether you've still got um, a business or a job that you used to have before you are a changed person mm. and you have got to recreate your thinking to be able to adapt to a new world for yourself um, and other people looking in have no idea how big that is yeah um, but you've got to kind of have a whole different change of attitude um, and that's the way we thrive and survive is by how quickly we can adapt and change yes and actually there's so many things that you learn about yourself as well because you suddenly oh, realize I, I am strong and I didn't realise quite how strong I was. Maybe I'm stubborn, but I'm definitely, I'm going to choose the word strong. Um, it, it, I mean, yes, you, you have to, you have to dig deep. You have to, you have to be positive. You know, all the different things work for different people. Um, but, you know, as you talked about, whether it's business or work, um, life, you know, I'm a mother. I had young children. Um and you you want to keep some things consistent for, well you you try and keep things consistent for them and constant but you can't always control it and um you're also trying to deal with yourself but you mustn't forget yourself and i think it's very easy or i found it quite easy to put myself at the bottom of the pile um, and that's not for, you know i'm not saying that for effect but i think partly because i was so determined to get on with life i was prepared to put myself at the bottom of the list because i love this i love this because you were so wanting to get on with life you put yourself at the bottom of the <laughs> list where you used to be before right yes i mean you, you know, know i, 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 I get say it, it. you're a I mum think, I, I know say, that sounds so ridiculous i can't believe i'm saying this and live on air and it's being recorded you know <laughs> it's going to come back and haunt me but it's true it is true and it's true for a lot of mums out there right now this minute it's true for a lot of people that receive big diagnoses that they're having to deal with and uh, grapple with their lives I, i've got this um model that i like to talk about when i do talks and things that you have to fill yourself up with love first. You have to fill your your own body up. You've got to nourish yourself and care for yourself. And then the overflow, the overflow, when it gets going, is what you spray around to everybody else. And as women, for sure, you know, talking as a, a women's disease that we've got predominantly here that we're discussing, you're at the bottom of the pile. That's 
crazy. It's a heartbreak, isn't it? isn't it? It's crazy. But I have a very, very supportive husband, supportive family, you know, and that. And that goes a long way, let absolutely. me tell you. So yeah. don't, you know, don't read it in, you know, that I was sort of like moping around <laughs> going, oh, where is me? But, but you, at you times do. you may have been, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's hard not to. Yeah, there were times when I definitely had to take myself off. And Give yourself good talking to. Well, not even that, just sometimes have a good cry. Yes. And just get it out of your system because yeah. there's only so long you can hold it on, on hold on to it. Yeah. Um, I didn't do it often, but I did do it. Yeah. Um, and I and think it helps actually. You're recreating yourself. I think if you don't do that bit, the the crying and the getting the grief out of your body and the shock, yeah. you can't recreate yourself healthily, mentally or physically. I don't think that's possible if you don't let go of what the damage it's done yeah. to you I mean I suppose again different people react in different ways that's what worked for me it was it was like a purging if mm-hmm. you like mm-hmm. and then it's like right done out of my system now that's that's how I work I can I can now you know I've got rid of that literally yeah. and I can now look at the next hurdle challenge positive thing you know whatever it might be um you know just wearing a wearing a different outfit or something you know looking forward to going out in, in a nice dress or something that you know something so simple but actually you can you can turn it into a positive and and really celebrate and celebrate the change rather than worrying about how you're going to look or feel when you go out yeah I think so um I just think also when you start to march on as I say many times on this show it is a decision and a choice you make and gradually you start to get more confident and able to flex that progress muscle and it feels good when you need to or want to recreate your life taking those first brave steps is everything as you start to create momentum and it just gets easier from there and then you can start to build on that and just be brave and do it if you're out there struggling at the moment time to take some music Thank you. 
there we are. That was Stepping Out Joe Jackson. I love that. And that is the very thing my guest, Fiona Johnson, is doing on Your Life, Your Way with great success, I want to say. So, Fiona, I'm keen to explore what you were doing pre-diagnosis that gave you the tools to be able to want to move on um, so quickly. You knew instinctively, listening to you talk, that that was what you had to do. Um, Yes. Where does that come from? Well... I suppose we learn, and it's interesting, isn't it, that you've, <laughs> I'm still feeling like I'm growing up, if that makes sense, yeah. and trust me, I'm <laughs> well into middle I age. I like that, yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things you, you sort of think, I don't know, in your 20s, I, I know what I am like, and actually, I'm still learning what, what I like, what makes me tick, or, or, or characteristic traits about myself. Um, like I said, I'm discovering that actually I am quite a strong person. And then it's been through all these experiences. Um, one Many, many years ago, um, I went to live in Hong Kong with my husband. We were newly married and he was in the army and was posted out there. So I moved to Hong Kong became an army wife overnight, lived in a new environment uh, with new um, people that I possibly, you know, I did know some of them, but I didn't know them well, but I do now. I've got lots of good friends from that time. Um, and it was definitely, I felt like I'd been plucked out of my comfort zone working in London um, in, in a flat. It is a fairly typical London life and suddenly being um, plucked and plonked into plucked and plonked. plonked and, <laughs> nice. right, right, I'm not, not going to try saying that again. Um, into this um, Hong Kong um, sort of expat life and part of the military, um, and it, it was it was a wonderful experience, but it was a complete chalk and cheese. Um, so yes, I had to learn. I had to learn how to adapt. How to um, I suppose to sort of put go out and and be a different be a different person almost because I suddenly wasn't in my comfort zone and I was meeting new people all the time and I was um making friends and I was learning you know couldn't speak the language I was just learning to go around and find you know just even find my way to the shops really simple creating a new life out there yeah absolutely and and not every recreation has to be because of a bad thing I mean that was a lovely thing with your husband and you went you loved it it's clear to see that on your face and um but they are tools you're building um, that help you deal with less happy times which is what your diagnosis was and we were just saying in while we're listening to lovely joe jackson there that um somebody last night won 195 million on the euro millions Um, and that's also something that has to be tackled you've got to have a whole different way of thinking absolutely and that's life-changing and it could be seen as a positive so so yes I mean I had a wonderful positive experience and time in Hong Kong but it was still a reinvention and it was still a case of I I definitely that's probably when I learned the most about myself um because I also had um because I hadn't I didn't work when I first arrived there I had this this sort of the gift of time as people talk about only I didn't see it like that because it was alien to me to have the time but I was not in an environment that I knew so I couldn't just go and see a friend or or go to the gym or all the things that one might normally do because I didn't even know where these places were and so I think that's where I learned my resilience and And that kind of just gets me thinking that um for you that could have been a whole different scenario for you so for many people um I find that that letting go of a situation is the key to moving on and 
you had to let go of your life in London. Now, if you'd been clinging on to that, it would have been so futile because it would have stopped you from moving on in your life in yes. Hong Kong. Yeah. It would have made you hold back. Instead, you immersed yourself and plunged into this wonderful new way. Yes, that's so true. And then the other thing to remember, and I know I'm stating the obvious, but it actually makes a huge difference, is there was no social media. There were no no, mobile phones. And so when I left London... I I severed ties and so actually I'm going to say that was a positive because from what you were just saying I couldn't cling on to it and I couldn't live my life through my screen connecting with keeping in touch with my friends Uh, we had to write to each other airmail letters and trust I'm me, laughing but that sounds trust, really funny trust me you know and I think even a phone call cost I remember this it was yeah. a pound a minute right. so you didn't use the phone uh, we used to fax a lot for those oh. of you that might remember fax machines um and and letter writing which soon dried up because let's face it we're all rubbish yeah. writing letters. yeah and by the time the letters <laughs> arrived it's all such old news anyway yes. yeah so that was um, again so that that was a I'm going to say it's a positive because it meant I had to move on and, and make these new lo- wonderful friendships in Hong Kong and way of life and as I said I was an army wife and there was a whole you know it's a culture it's a huge thing to to learn and be part of and it's wonderful but um and so I learned I sort of I learned I could do it yes I can do it and it's that the back to that strength that's resilience and I know you know this isn't this isn't unique lots of people have been been in this situation but I also know that I I didn't crumble yeah Um, and I took it in my stride and I had the best time I made sure as we you know as I think we all try to don't we yeah to get get the most out of a situation there's a few things that you've done for me there one is like you said you had to let go times were different and for all you youngsters listening out there you're just having a little history lesson off us as well but also you have immersed yourself you've let go you've had to cut off ties you've had to um, look forward and keep forward focused to claim um, a new time in your life, no matter, you know, it could have been forever, it could have been a short time, it doesn't matter. Uh, but you were never going to do that without the forward focus that you possessed. And I think, reading between the lines here, that's what carried you through your tough time. It doesn't matter if it was a cancer diagnosis or any manner of things. Um, keeping the forward focus enables you to keep marching towards something. Mm, absolutely, I suppose... Um... Oh, I was going to say something really corny, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's the eyes on the prize, isn't it? Okay, as in, yeah. but not, yeah, not yeah, you know, yeah. as in, where do you want to go? And that's, yeah. that's, I, I, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm incredibly driven or anything. It's just that it's quite nice to know where you want to go. But then I'm going to counteract that by saying one thing I did learn through, f- through my cancer journey. Um, and this is something I still stand by and that's baby steps. Yes. Because um, yeah. I've learned that, you know, you look at something. So you look at the end where you want to be and it seems insurmountable and you don't ever see how you're going to get there. And it could be anything from, you know, yeah, starting a, a new life abroad or a, a, a cancer treatment, diagnosis yeah. or treatment. Yeah. And you, you are... Or a com- divorce. Absolutely. Or looking these, after parents. All these awful... Yeah. Uh, they are completely overwhelming. They and are. that is... That word is an understatement. That you are completely overwhelmed. You can't see how you're ever going to come out of it. And sort of, I'm, 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 not, I'm not trying to sound like I'm preaching, but if you're listening and you're ever feeling like that, baby steps is yeah. the answer. It's, you just break it down and just deal with what's next, what's next, you know, what's next And what next you're hour. capable of yeah. doing at that point, you know, yeah. I can remember sometimes during my diagnosis, I could 
only focus on the next five minutes literally Mm. and that was really a new thing and a very alarming situation um but then you got through that five and took the next five and then the next ten and on you went yes Um, and then other days you know and it's the same with whatever you're dealing with whether it's um cancer whether it's um a a redundancy or um looking after uh, older parents it's just taking what's in front of you rather than looking at this enormous overwhelming situation that's going to swallow you whole mm. if you let it but it is easier said than done we've all been there haven't yeah we, we have that, yeah that good days bad days fear. and I accept that I think mm. as well you know some days what we're talking about here is just going to go right out the window because you've not got the ability to handle it yeah but the following day I always think you know you go to bed you wake up with a new day thank you and take it in a different way and see what you've got in the tank at that point and you know be who you are on that day that's a scarlet horror isn't it tomorrow is another day and it is you have you have got to wake up as you say thank goodness you wake up and it's a fresh start and then you think oh I'm feeling a bit better today I think I can deal with that or I can't and then you've got to be kind to yourself and don't oh my goodness don't we just beat ourselves up when we can't do something and then why don't we just press pause come back to it another time but we don't we beat ourselves up we do we get overwhelmed we do yeah I've been going through some overwhelming situations this last 12 months and I've decided to take a new approach with myself which is to tell myself and remind myself every day of the good that I am the good things that I'm doing Mm. the progress I'm making uh, the forward focus I've got and it's just carried me through so far it's just been a wonderful thing and I think I learned that through going through a cancer diagnosis I'm really keen to pass that on to people without them having to go through a really tough time that's that's the game here that's the whole reason for this show is to understand that you can do these things um and just listen in and hold on to that rather than having to go through the tough situation to find out yes absolutely and so that's I mean that's hopefully what people the people that are listening uh, hopefully will take away um is and, and from all your wonderful shows you know there are there's so many nuggets of gold in there to to apply and so we hope I hope I hope we're helping some people yeah you know, I'm that's sure we are so there's, I think there's lessons in everything we experience. And I don't know about you, at the risk of sounding all Pollyanna, um, many of my life experiences have left me with more than they took. Um, and I think that is the same for many people. If they were to stop for just 10 minutes and feel into the experience that it has gifted you many things uh, for which we can be grateful for. And now it's a time to let go and, and to move on. Now, Fiona, if you've chosen a great piece of music, one of my favourites, in fact, um, and that is... Uh, the water by water buys uh, the water boys and the whole of the moon
the Thames Valley. River Radio. I think I like it. <laughs> you give one quick twitch and the thing is done. The thing is done. Uh, Water Boys, The Hull of the Moon, what a great song. Love, love, love that choice, Fiona, thank you. And thank you for listening to Your Life, Your Way at River Radio with me, Deborah Fielding. And my guest today is the stepping out, Fiona Johnson. Um, now, before I get stuck into what's in a word, Fiona, it's a good time to mention that you are also a presenter here on River Radio right, and um, run your own show, which is coming up later on today. So why not tell us a little bit more about that right now? Uh, well, thank you. Yes, Deborah. So uh, I run a, um, I'm going to host a business show at one o'clock today. It's actually got a new name. So you, you heard it here first. So it's called, it was called Let's Talk Business. So if you're looking for, or previously when you've looked for our podcast or tuned in, it would be Let's Talk Business, but it's now called The Business Source. Um, and I like to think of it as the dollop, the dollop of ketchup <laughs> that you add to your You've business. You've brought some great words in today. What would we, we have? Plunged and plucked and dollop. <laughs> great words. And it's still early as far as, as far as I've said. But today we're talking to young entrepreneur um, and student, actually. So a man of many talents, uh, a, a young Mark Bushby. And um, very excited about this. He's um, He runs uh, a business called Amart. Armago, got to get that right, Armago. And it's an app. It's about it's a sports sports based app for university students. Right. And what time is your show? So the show is one till two this afternoon, but again you can listen to it on every catch Wednesday. Up. Yeah. So you every have different Wednesday. business guests in and Absolutely. I mean you never thought when you were going through treatment that you're gonna land as a radio presenter, I'm sure. No, but I have always had a a, a thing for radio, shall we say. And oh. I definitely listen well, to Well I've got a face for radio and you've got a thing. <laughs> 
Um, and it gave me a chance to listen to hospital radio too, which is always you know, a, a sort of classic. So I, it's always been there. And I also used to work for um, Polygram Records in the record industry. So okay. I do have, you know, that's, that's my music side. And yet I'm hosting a business show because I also run my own business and it's for fellow um, business owners in the Thames Valley. Um, and the whole, you know, it's, we, we hope it's entertaining. We want it to be entertaining and lighthearted, but also we want people to be able to um, learn and, and pick up tips and, and and just hear that they're perhaps not alone and yeah. that someone's going through the same, the same issues. Because yes. we all think yes. we're the only one out exactly. of the billions of people on the planet. Exactly. I don't know how that happens, but it always does. Because, yeah. um, of course, you're Fiona Johnson PR, the rebuilder, as I, as I understand it. Rebuilder. I love Which that. Which I quite like because you also recreate I don't. I hadn't thought. I'm actually, all these connections. Well, I know, but the funny thing is, I'm actually. I sort of call myself, if you can do that, a, a reputation builder. But I That's quite right. like the the rebuilder, the rebuild reputation yeah. builder. Mm. Reputation yeah. builder, though, yeah. I love that too. But you're obviously doing a lot of recreation all the time, which is something you see. My goodness me, that's so true. Yes, because you're helping, you're helping, well, I'm helping businesses to, to sort of leap forward to, and it, it might not be a complete overhaul and recreation, but it's definitely a recreation because you're, you're, I'm, you're, I'm helping to amplify their business. Because name. that's what you've had to do. You yes. see how it's all kind of, it's amazing, isn't it? It is actually. So I'm, I'm really sort of hesitating because I'm actually speechless. <laughs> All the all the pennies dropping in I this love it. room this today. This is like yeah. a therapy session, Deborah. Thank you. Yeah. Now let's skid into what's in a word, and this is the part of the show where you and I break down a word and chat about what it just might mean for you. So this week I've chosen a piece I wrote for my breast cancer community. Um, it just seemed very apt today, and um, that word is challenging. Short and sweet post. You've got to rise to it. It takes effort on some days, and it's easy on others. Get to your dreams, find your people and rise up. Tuck your superhero cape in your knickers and rise up. There are plenty of people out there to support you. The best way to find them is to support others. To your success, whatever that may be. And if you're a guy listening in today, don't tuck your superhero cape into your knickers. Tuck them into your pants and rise up instead. So Fiona, I think you've had your challenges and like many people... You've taken them and round with them and knowing they will always be there, but making the most of your time in this moment, because that's really all we've got. Yes. Yes. Living in the moment. Gosh, that's something we should all be doing more of, isn't it? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've got a, um, a lovely little song to play now, which I, um, I absolutely love this. The, it's Broken Land by The Adventures. I've not heard it for ages. Uh, so let's just take a listen in.
welcome back to Your Life, Your Way with me, Deborah Fielding. You were listening to Broken Land by the Adventures. Oh my gosh, between that and the Water Boys, what a lovely time we're having. I know. and I was also thinking that's, there's little elements in that track which are very similar to the Water Boys. Very similar, yeah. yes. You'd almost think I'd thought this show through. <laughs> no, it does appear like that. <laughs> Uh, now, before we get stuck into Q&A your way, just let me tell you, I'll be on River Radio again this Saturday with Izzy Holmes from 8 until 10, which is a brand new show this week. And I'm with Izzy permanently now. Um, it's a light-hearted, fun to ease you into the weekend. And I tell you, my cheeks are fit to burst when we finish uh, because we laugh so much. And Izzy, cracky, she's 16 and I'm 160. I mean, you know, you've got the total opposites going on. Um, and we also have Heather with Turning Pages, which is up next. And uh, we've got it all going on. And then straight after that, we've got you, Fiona. Yeah. So you're in for the double shift today. I am. Looking forward to it. Now, before we... Um, take on the Q&A. Let's uh, dive in and see what you've got to offer. Dive in to River Radio. Now, Carrie messaged in to say that she is dealing with, oh, breast cancer right now and hopes she can find herself again afterwards because she feels she's being consumed whole. Uh, She's due to finish treatment in another year, which seems forever Mm. away. Uh, Carrie, uh, it does feel like that. I remember only too well Time definitely has a habit of moving on. And so my advice to you is to focus on what you're gaining from this outside of your diagnosis. Uh, Where is your joy showing up from just now? And do more of that. Uh, Where do you find most peace? Do more of that. Uh, What speaks to your soul? Uh, Do more of that. What do you think, Fiona? Oh, poor Carrie. Yes. I was just listening to um, when you were reading it out just now. It's funny how it took me back. Yeah. Those dark moments yeah. when you, yes, uh, you're, you're right. You've got to, I know it's slightly what we said earlier. You've got to find find joy and it might be taking yourself for a walk or it might just be having a quiet moment, clearing your mind. Yeah. But you, you need to do something. To I think one thing that um, it taught me, was the micromanagement, as we said earlier, like um, five minutes sometimes. But I also found joy and happiness in the tiniest of things. And I also learned that when joy arrived or I was happy somewhere, I just had to grab hold of that and hold on to it just to enjoy it and really wring it out um, because it wasn't like that all the time. No. Yeah, I think you're right. And, And it could just be watching something that makes you laugh on television or... Listening to bird song. Yeah, know. I quite I just, agree. Yeah. I mean, I did do, um, chose what I wanted to watch on TV. That really helped me through. And I think if you're going through any tough time, it's really good to give your brain that opportunity to mm. switch off and yes. uh, watch things that are lovely. I, could, I certainly can't watch like um, thrillers anymore. That just gets me way too mm. edgy. So, <laughs> you know, you have to just take a step into what really lifts your yes. soul, really. Um, and funnily enough, I was just thinking what, what works for me is um, I'm not really a telly addict. And so I'm not very good at just watching mindless television. No, I but I would find, so I found a box set that I really wanted to yes. watch. And I limited, does that sound so sad? I limited how much I could watch every day. So I'd watch one episode and I was very strict. Oh, actually, what was it? 
She's like, don't t- don't ask me that question. It was, it was Breaking Bad. Oh, oh that's amazing! I've heard so and many was, people love. Yeah, that. and it was brilliant. And um, and it was, well, I got stuck into Grey's Anatomy, okay, so the, there's my admission. Well, I was going to say, but the thing is, at least my mine wasn't anything to do with health or no, doctors, yeah. and it was like it was complete escapism. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, it couldn't be more removed from my my life in no. Hampshire. But um, one of the, my guilty pleasures was when like the children would go off to school, and I'd think, oh, go on, put one on now. <laughs> But, uh, but I think you know, what I was going to say was it worked for me because I would watch it at, say, in the afternoon and it was something to look forward to. And I, this, this is just how I work. I knew that if I just binged watched it in a couple of days, I wouldn't have enjoyed it because it was, it became a treat. And I, you know, had little routines, God, listen to me, little routines that I had throughout the day. Yeah, that got um, you through. It might just be you making a cup of coffee. You were able to swing from one bit to yeah. the next, yeah. right? Enjoying yeah. that cup of coffee, Absolutely. knowing that you got an episode coming up, and <laughs> yes. you could just hold on to that cup of coffee. But it, yeah, but it yeah. is finding joy, and I'm it sitting is. here now, going, "Oh my goodness me!" I'm listening to myself, but I found joy, and I hadn't thought of it like that. You know, wasn't consciously what can I do? But actually, looking back, I had little little things that kept me uplifted, yeah, and saw me throughout the day. Well, and I think I've said so many times on this show that sometimes you have to make that choice mm. for yourself, whether it's um, whatever it's going through. You might be in a deep depression for some reason or other, and you know, I've certainly experienced that. And you just have to find the hook that you can hold on to. Yes. Um, and if it is a coffee watching Breaking Bad or a little episode <laughs> of Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Which carried me right the way through. I mean, there was fifteen was series say, to go it's through. Still going, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, just as long as you can find something to focus on, other than your troubles. Yes. Um, and there's always a million routes out, more than you know. You think you're locked in, and there's no way out of mm. it. But there's always several routes, and you, some of them you couldn't even dream up. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And proof. Look, you do come out the other side. Yeah. Here we are. Yes, yeah. we are. Still, force of nature. Yes. We're still here. Yeah. So, Sonia's messaged in. Uh, she is listening from Ventimiglia in Italy. Oh, buongiorno in benvenuta, Sonia. I love that coastline. Um, it was my very happy stomping ground in my mid-twenties. Uh, Sonia says she loved this message from today's show. She came through a divorce a few years ago and chose to focus on what she saw as a good thing which in no time led her to Italy, where she lives now. Having the time of her life in her late 50s, she says. I love this, Sonia. I wouldn't mind a sentence like that in my life too, to be honest with you. (laughs) Uh, Keeping your mind focused and in the right direction is key here. I heard that in your message, Sonia, and this is what we've been talking about today. Uh, Sonia, you've managed that to great acclaim. Wonderful. Um, Sean's also messaged in to say... His wife is just coming out of a longish illness and he isn't sure, oh, this is a nice question, how to encourage her to let it go without feeling cruel. It's a good message, Sean, Mm. and very important too. So, Fiona, how did you approach this with yourself? You know, when you've got people willing you on, but not wanting to have those who are hustling you on. There's a big difference, isn't there? There is, there is. And it's, oh, I'm just trying to think, you know, what, what advice or what can I share? And I think, you know, to talk about what I touched on earlier, you know, everyone deals with it differently. I definitely went into myself and, and closed doors and, and, you know, I liked, hopefully my friends, I know my friends are still there. They stuck by me. They're a wonderful group of friends. Um, but there were times when I couldn't deal with talking to them. Um, and I imagine that's, that's the kind of thing because, and also it's difficult 
as a friend and we've all been on the other side too you know do you boy them up do yeah. you back tell, off you don't know do you, you play it how do you play it so I really really get it's Sean wasn't it where, where yeah. what he's and obviously he's husband wife you know there's a there's a very different relationship to to the the friendship that I'm talking about and I think you've 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 got to know how they want to play it you've got to I think the best thing is to ask them would, would you like you know do you want Miss, Mr. Skippy positive smiley yeah. come on or do you or do you just sometimes want someone to say that's okay yeah and so we'll, you know we'll just be quiet about this for the moment and and we'll I mean you, it later. you would have gone through all of that with your partner it's yes. a very fine line to tread and mm. um I don't envy the the role you you really do want to be supportive I don't know how he did it no. if I'm really honest and I think he probably had it worse than me you know having that um in a sense I had to I had to deal with it I had no other option and uh, as in I had to go through the motions but but when you're he had no no choice either but he's completely helpless yeah and um I think when you're going through it it's very different you've got to hang on in there and you're the one that's having to uh, keep yourself buoyed up so you don't allow yourself to go to certain places Mm. Uh, but when you've got friends and family looking in who are literally helpless they can't do anything for you apart from uh, support you with words that sometimes drive you insane and other times they're really hit the spot mm. um it's a diff it is difficult to know which way to tread and yeah. i find it i found the whole experience a bit of a time where um you find out who's there for you and who's not yes yes definitely, definitely. i remember a friend saying to me um we were sat on the sofa and she said um it's one of those times deborah where you'll come out with the friends that you need at the end of this and i thought oh no not one of them times <laughs> <laughs> but also i think everyone you know i'm, I'm looking at you know, my friendship group or, or just generally people's friendships group friendship groups and I do believe that we have sort of different friends for different yes o- occasions times uh men- mental you know sort of you know, there's a friend that you always go to when you want to have a laugh there's a friend that you go to when you want to have a moan or of, you want to talk about a business challenge or you want to talk about uh, going out what shall I wear yeah. you know there's and there's someone fits all those bills and I think if you've got a lovely cross-section then and and then they're there for you and, and some people naturally they just know instinctively what do. to do and yeah. and I should be like that because I've been through it but I have to say I know I'm no, not great sometimes you can just like not understand the situation mm. or you, don't, you didn't read it because you've got a lot going on for yourself maybe um yeah it is a tough one uh, but going back to uh, my challenging word you know it is a time for everybody in that circumstance to tuck their superhero cape in their <laughs> pants or knickers and, and try and get on with it so Fiona I just wanted to ask um what's lining up for you next where are you heading you've got your lovely show here on River Radio absolutely and your business which is recreating people absolutely. Uh, I, I fancy no, a bit of that myself that's that's growing that's that's um that's great my children are all tipping into the university so that's another stage you know if you like another reinvention isn't it, it because is. it's that flying the nest yes um sam and um, i were talking about that this morning okay. before the show started he was saying there's several different curves we go on in our lives and i said well i can give you one of those which is when mums are empty nesting mm. um you need to have the next trajectory starting already so that you're not left feeling high and dry yes. and what the hell just happened there kind yes, of thing because then you get that sort of window which I think is when you can really sort of start 
losing it because you perhaps lose your confidence that's definitely something I found every time I had to sort of start again but yes if, but if you could manage just to keep something in the wings I think it gives you that confidence um but I'm thinking maybe you know my alpacas will become my surrogate children maybe I'll start dressing yeah. them up putting them in the car and pretending <laughs> to do school runs or something oh I don't my know. gosh I forgot I love the fact you've got alpacas um I don't know if they're just there as pets uh, yes they're supposed to be sheep as in, we thought they might help keep the grass down, but they are, they don't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's just, if I'd known you had alpacas, we could have done the whole show on your alpacas, quite frankly. I'll come back. Uh, I'll come they, back with they, photos. They have, yeah. um, do you take their fur off them? Yes. Yes, yes, as well. To. Oh, absolutely. Well, yes, maybe that's what I should do reinvent and start learning to spin and knit. Yes, and I, could there be you in, go. I could live in a tower. We'll have you on when you do that. <laughs> yes. um, I'm quite keen to see how that goes. Um, are they friendly? They are. They're, I wish they, I'd love them to be more friendly, actually. Um, they're very inquisitive and they always come up and say hello. But then you sort of want to, you try and get too close and they're like, oh no, scary. scary. Oh, do they have lots of fleas? No. Oh, no, 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 I no. always look at them when I see them. I think they must be riddled. <laughs> no, no, they do smell in this heat, though, I have to I'm say. I'm sure. I think everything does. Yeah. does but, that's, <laughs> but that's another reason why if you see them in the winter, it's incredible. So you have a frosty night and the frost sits on their fur. That's oh. how insulated they are. Oh. And so, yes, therefore, you have to shear them so that in this heat they don't suffer. Gosh, that's okay. amazing. You heard it here. Bless yes. your alpacas. <laughs> <laughs> and so there we go. Your life, your way, complete for another time. Um, thank you to your guests the delightful Fiona Johnson it's been fabulous to have you in the studio um, I wish you a ton more success and good health and new opportunities and obviously the desire to take them all on thank you Deb a thank you always to you for your questions they've been great today it's always amazing to hear what we are going through and knowing you are not the only one out there moving through it is great comfort uh, so stop doing that to yourself if you're thinking you're the only person carrying a burden um, favourite the podcast search for River Radio Your Life Your Way or Deborah Fielding and click that favourite button it will tell you every time a new episode is up and they're up pretty quick to be honest with you so I'm Deborah Fielding I'm wishing you a week of having all the things you love and letting go of all the things you don't love it's so important we're playing out this week with Jack Severetti and The Other Side of Love, where he says, keep on running, don't look back. I absolutely love that. I love that lyric. I love that for you too this week and see you soon.
I don't know. 